Pass Around the Smile is like your go-to friend, the one that lifts you up and backs you to the end. She's there to guide and inspire, challenge and teach, and remind you that your best self isn't out of reach. Self-development, manifestation, self-love and more, it's time to trust the process more than ever before. Welcome to Pass Around the Smile, the podcast. I'm your host, Cleo Massey, and I am so glad you're here. Let the magic begin. Hello and welcome back to the Pass Around the Smile podcast. Today's episode is all about how I manifested my dream wedding. And I just want to say right at the start, if you are already married or if you are not looking at getting married or if you're far away from getting married, whatever it is, this episode will still be good for you because it can be made relative to anything that you're manifesting in your life. I think that there are some really good lessons in here, not only of how I manifested this incredible day and night for me and Luke, but also in the lead up of how I kind of dealt with negativity that was placed on me and moved forward, kind of pushing that negativity aside as best as I could. So there are some really good lessons, some fun little different ways that we can work toward manifesting our goals. But all in all, I just want this to be a fun episode that you can just chill out on the couch, or maybe you're on a walk, whatever you are doing, just listen in and feel the good energy. And I hope that you take something from it. Let's get right into it. So I know I just said, let's get right into it, but just really, really quickly, my original pocket of positivity is back. It is back after almost a year and a half, I believe, or maybe two years. So many of you have wanted it back for so long, but to be honest, the pocket of positivities are really hard to get because they're 13 different crystals that I get imported. It is just, it's a lot to get them in. Anyway, this week just gone, I re-released them and I am just so excited to have re-released them just before festive season, I think that they are the most beautiful, thoughtful and unique gift. So basically what the pocket of positivity is, is it's a pocket of 13 different raw crystals. I have two versions now. I have the original version and the new version. So basically 26 different crystals, 13 in each. You get given cards with the pockets that tell you what each crystal means. So not only is it kind of like a learning experience for you to learn more about crystals, to get closer to your crystals, but it also comes in the form of guidance. So you can use the pocket of positivity on its own to get guidance. What you do is you pop your hand into the pocket, you feel the warmth, you trust yourself, you bring out however many crystals you might want, just like when you're pulling cards. And then you look at the cards that come with your pocket to see what those crystals mean for you. There's messages. And what a lot of my community and I personally love to do is I love to do my pocket of positivity readings with my card readings and the crystals that you pull always match up with the cards that you pull. And it's just so magic because it just brings you that deeper guidance and validation that that is what you were meant to hear. Anyway, they are back. They are out. That is all. As promised, let's get into the episode. So on December 11, 2021, I married Luke, who was my partner at that stage for 10 years. We actually got married on our 10th anniversary. Well, it was actually the day before our 10th anniversary, but it was the weekend of our 10th anniversary, which was just so special. So rewind a year and a little bit earlier, he proposed and we started our wedding planning. And I really do remember making a conscious decision when we started our planning to 
be so present within the planning stages and to also let go of the small things because as you probably know if you have been married before you get a lot of advice that it's like you know the small things don't matter you're marrying your partner that's all that matters like just focus on that let the small things go so I really did take on that advice and I remember making a conscious effort to do so before I started actively manifesting the dream day and night that I wanted Now, I personally always dreamt of getting married, so this was a big deal for me. Some people don't want to get married and that's fine, but for me, it was going to be the best day and night of my life. So there was a lot of excitement, but there also was a lot of pressure around me knowing that I had to make it the best day and night of my life because I didn't want to be disappointed. So we started to talk and think about what we wanted and we knew that we didn't want a classic wedding venue, that we kind of wanted a backyard kind of feel, but how are we going to do that like when we didn't have the backyard to provide and also you can't just get an Airbnb, like a normal Airbnb and have a wedding in their backyard with, you know, 80 to 90 people and a band and all of the alcohol and all of that jazz. So at the very start, I did think, how am I going to actually pull this off? How am I going to make it work? And the limiting beliefs started coming over to me like I was wanting something too specific, that what I wanted was going to cost too much because I'd have to DIY it and we'd have to bring all the cutlery in, the tables and the DJ and whatever. But I quickly stopped myself and realized that I had a choice. What I was doing is I was leaning into the societal beliefs that are put on us, which are weddings are expensive and weddings are hard to plan and it can get really stressful between you and your partner. So I remember, again, making another conscious decision to not let that affect me moving forward. I did have people around me saying things like, oh, that's going to be really expensive. Oh, you're planning a wedding. Oh gosh, like start saving. Oh, you're going to have to be budgeting for the next year, like eat noodles for dinner every night. You know, all of this stuff was kind of being said to us, but I got to make a choice in that moment. I got to choose whether to listen to these people and to put their negativity and their beliefs into my mind and to create it as my truth and my beliefs. Or I had a choice to kind of just be like, okay, thank you. And then focus on how fun planning a wedding with your best friend could be. And that's what I focused on, the fun around it. And no matter what you are manifesting, it can be fun. It doesn't have to be hard. Again, that quote, whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. Whether you think it's going to be fun or you think it's going to be hard, you are right. So I started focusing on how incredible it was that Luke and I got to plan the best party of our lives together. And the process of picking venues and the flowers and the dresses and whatever became so fun. And we really did start to enjoy every minute of the process. We know that when we're enjoying the process, the result of what we are manifesting is going to be that of good energy. And that's what we were focusing on. So let's go back a little bit. Let's say that you are manifesting you know, to get into this certain course in uni. But the kind of idea and the belief that has been put toward you from others is that it is so hard to get into that course. Again, you have a choice to take on that belief and use it as your own and block your manifestations by believing that it's a really hard course to get into. Or you have a choice 
to believe that this is meant for you and that you are deserving of getting into this course. And actually, no, it can be easy. This goes for anything, like whether it is career things or whether it's love or friendships, like finding good, honest friendships. Of course, they're available to you. Just because people say that they're hard to find doesn't mean that that's your truth. So I think the first thing that we did that really shifted our energy was make a decision to not listen to other people and to society because there was even like there was news articles on, you know, the the average Australian wedding is costing X much these days. And like I could see that and I could feel the tension and the anxiety starting to build up in my body thinking, oh, my God, we are we're not going to be able to afford our dream wedding. Like, how are we going to do this? Or then I had a choice to kind of shut my laptop, focus on something else, distract myself and focus on the feeling I wanted to create, which at the end of the day was a feeling of love and gratitude because I was marrying Luke. Our wedding was going to be on our 10th anniversary. We then also had to trust that we were going to find our perfect venue on this very weekend that we wanted, but we just had this deep belief that it would work. Now, I do get a lot of questions, especially in my past around the Smile community, when you are manifesting something that is essentially not just your dream, like you're manifesting something with someone else. So it might be a house that you're buying with your family, or it might be a trip that you're manifesting with your friend or whatever. Of course, in my case, it was a wedding that I was manifesting with my fiance. And I personally am very lucky that Luke is very open to manifestation and spirituality. He's definitely nowhere near as much into it as as I am and I had to kind of lead him here and there but I did a lot of the manifesting the actual kind of visualization and acting as if myself but what I knew in that moment was I knew that I was manifesting something that he deeply wanted as well so I really urge you when you are manifesting something that includes someone else to still include them in the process to make sure that you are asking for what they want as well. Because if you don't open those doors of communication up at the start, like, what do you actually want from this? How do you feel about this? Should we try for this? Should we try for that? You won't know what they actually want. And if you start to actively manifest something that they don't want, even if it's not to your knowledge, my belief is that the manifestation won't effortlessly materialize because you are not working in with the law of divine oneness. You are not manifesting for the highest good for all. So open those doors of communication, get clear on what you both want, and then don't be discouraged if the other person isn't actively manifesting as much as you are because that just might not be a part of their process. That is absolutely fine. You have the power to manifest great things on your own. Your mind is so powerful. I think one of the most amazing tools to help you manifest is music because it lifts your vibration and it makes you feel so, so good and it really brings the mood to the thoughts that you are creating in your mind. So I think one of the things that I did that really contributed probably the most to manifesting our dream wedding was the playlist I created. So this playlist only included, I think it was five songs. These five songs were in order and I had these five songs picked out. Again, it was me and Luke, of course, who picked out these five songs. It was collaborative, but then I then took those songs and did what I wanted with them for my own manifestations. So we'd pick these five songs and basically it was like, oh, the first song was 
was a song that I imagined waking up to and it was Saturday Sun by Vance Joy because I was trying to visualize the most beautiful weather and I knew that if Saturday Sun was playing as we opened our eyes we saw the sunrise it was sunny I felt the words I could feel it it was just it was sunny on my wedding day that's what that song meant for me and then the next song was the song that I would walk down the aisle to. The song after that was the song that we would exit the aisle to. And then the song after that was our first dance. And the song after that was our <laughs> family's uh, football anthem that we all love. So I had created this playlist that basically told a story and took me on the journey of the day and the night of our wedding. I cannot tell you how many times I listened to this playlist and there was not one time where I wasn't left with either goosebumps or tears or just a feeling of complete joy and appreciation. I knew that I was guaranteed when I put those five songs on, I was guaranteed a feeling of excitement. I was guaranteed that joy and that gratitude. So I stepped into that state as much as possible. When I would go on my walks, I would play those five songs in order and I would see everything play out exactly how I wanted it to. I would see my dad so happy as he walked me down the aisle. I would feel the tears well up in my eyes. I remember playing the first dance song and everyone at this certain point coming and joining in. I remember, so our first dance song was Dancing in the Moonlight, right? And in my visualizations, I would look up to the sky and the moon was above us. Look, I love the moon, but I don't know much about it. I knew it wasn't going to be a full moon on our wedding. I could Google that, but I didn't know where the moon would be sitting. I didn't know what it would look like. You know, I didn't know any of that. Fast forward to the wedding day. We were dancing our first dance, dancing in the moonlight. And I remember just thinking, I'm just going to look up and see if the moon is there. Smack bang, there it was right above us. The clouds had cleared. That's the clouds did come. I'll get to that. The clouds had cleared and there was a moon, (laughs) a moon, the moon. I pointed up to it and I was like, oh my gosh. And everyone looked up and it's on video. And it's one of my favorite things to look back at because I remember the joy I felt not only just Because it was the perfect moment, I was dancing with my new husband under the moonlight with everyone that we loved around us. It was the fact that I had lived this out in my mind so many times previously. And that is such a magic feeling when you know that you have created something. And I'm not saying I willed the moon to be there. I'm not that powerful. But it's just the situation and the energy and everything aligning that I felt that I created. The timing just... It's just so magical to think about it. So in the lead up to the wedding, of course, I am human. Things came up that I was beginning to get worried about. I was sweating the small stuff, things like that. But I really did make an effort to remember that I am only going to plan a wedding once. And I really do look back and feel so fondly about the process of creating our wedding. So I really do urge you no matter what you are creating, whether it's an event or a special occasion or something to do with work or friendships or whatever, a holiday, enjoy the process. It is one of the most important things you could do. The minute things get stressful, you start to feel anxious, you start to feel overwhelmed, take yourself away, take a break and come back when you're at a higher vibration. So going back to these songs quickly, 
This wasn't something that I was doing absolutely every day. Remember that when you're manifesting, it doesn't need to be hard work. You don't need to be forcing it. It was whenever I felt like it. If I was on a walk, I would play it in my ears. If I was cooking dinner, I might pop those songs on. Whenever it felt right, I would do it. And I just cannot tell you the feelings that these songs would bring. So I really urge you to create a little playlist that either tells a story, so it takes you kind of on a journey of your holiday, of your past of your birth, whatever it is. That's what I'm doing now for my birth, by the way. So I'm creating a little playlist and I'm starting to listen here and there, starting to imagine and feel the emotions of feeling, you know, empowered and relaxed while I'm giving birth. So same thing for you, for whatever you're going through. Create a little playlist that is bound to make you feel the way that you want to feel when you are in that circumstance. Whether it is abundance, you want to feel wealthy, you want to feel excited, you want to feel surprised, whatever it is, you get to create that feeling and attach a song to it. That song will raise your vibration like nothing else and it's also really special because that song is then attached to those kind of feelings for you and then if you walk into the shopping center and that song is playing like oh my gosh actually I should tell you for example I have this song it's an old song it's not that popular but I've been playing it over and over again while I'm meditating when I'm cooking dinner whatever but I've been imagining that as like the song that I give birth to whether that happens or not I don't care but that's just kind of what I'm manifesting at the moment and it's helping me feel you know, get prepared for birth. And we walked into my 20 week scan and this song was playing. And like I said, it's quite old. It's not very popular. Oh, it is popular, but it's very old. And I was just like, oh my gosh, the fact that we're walking into our 20 week scan and this is the song I've been playing whilst imagining giving birth. Like, wow. I was I was like very excited about that alignment, but that's what I mean. So it can create all these little synchronicities for you that come as a reminder that we're listening. Like the universe is like, I'm listening to you. I see what you're doing. I'm here co-creating with you, which can make you feel really comforted. So as I mentioned before, we knew the weekend that we wanted to get married. We had a really specific kind of venue in mind, but we had no idea what that venue was, where it was, how much it would cost, if it was even a possibility. So I told Luke, we need a surrender. Like we need to let it go. Let's stop Googling. Let's stop Instagramming. Let's stop asking people just for a couple of weeks and see what happens. And I actually remember us both feeling resistance being like, oh, but it's like, you know, I think at that stage, it might've been a year away, which you do have to book venues, you know, usually within a year. But we felt this resistance of like, oh no, but we have to do our best to make this happen. But of course, when you're manifesting, stepping back and surrendering is the best thing that you can do. So we did that. We stepped back and we distracted ourselves with things that lifted us up. Luckily, we were in a really incredible time in our lives where we were constantly partying and holidaying and we were living together for the first time in our beachside apartment. And like, we just, it was easy to distract ourselves. And then it was one of my mum's best friends who actually said to my mom, have you seen this venue? I think they do weddings. You should show Cleo. So mom showed me and I messaged the Instagram and the man literally said, do you want to come visit it today? 
And Luke and I were like, oh my God, okay. So we went to visit this venue and I should say we had gone to a wedding expo a couple of months before and the venues were absolutely beautiful, but they just were not our style. When we walked into this venue, we just knew straight away it was for us. It was everything that we could have ever imagined, ever asked for. And it was very niche and very unique very different to your normal kind of venue. We knew as we were getting walked around the property that this was absolutely for us. And then just after when he was kind of like, okay, what do you think? We just wanted to say like, yes, absolutely. But we thought, oh, our our date, like we want to get married on our 10th anniversary. And he just looked at his diary and he was like, yep, no worries. That's fine. You can get married on your 10th anniversary here. And I just remember the feeling of like, we we did it like we found this venue that just seemed kind of impossible but then we changed that impossible mindset to it's definitely possible we just need to be shown the way and that's what we did we allowed the universe to step in kind of do some co-creating with us and show us the way and it did and it was so amazing and so magical. So let's skip forward now to the week of the wedding. Of course I was getting nervous and it was all very overwhelming because there's lots of like little things that you have to get ready and you know it, w- it was a lot but it was still we were still trying to remind ourselves to trust the process and all of that. It was pouring and when I say pouring the Gold Coast was flooded from left to right These were kind of floods that hadn't happened in a long time. Properties were under. It was really sad. It was really scary. And it was also COVID. So COVID was happening. We had family flying in from Sydney and from Perth, and it was all just getting very overwhelming. We had a call from the venue manager, and he basically said, you need to cancel your buses. The buses aren't going to be able to come up in the rain. Um, We're going to have to change. You can't be outside. We're going to have to change it all to inside, like not just the ceremony, the reception. And this was like we were still three days away and I was thinking in my head, you know, this this rain could clear. And he was like, yeah, but in the hinterland, like you don't understand, it's so dense, like it's so wet here. Even if for the next three days it's sunny, everything will still be so wet. And like, it's just, it's an absolute mess out here. He's like, it doesn't look anything like when you came to visit. And I've got to admit, I was a mess. After I got off that phone call, I was so upset. I was like, oh my gosh, my dream wedding is not going to happen in the way that I wanted it to. My manifestations are ruined. I I kind of felt like a failure because I knew that I was manifesting my dream wedding as well. But anyway, once I calmed down and reminded myself of the fact that literally if I get to marry my best friend with all of my family and friends there, I am so happy, which did also leave a bit of stress and strain because we really, really wanted our family, well, Luke's family from Sydney and my family from Perth to be able to make it. But Anastasia, Anastasia Palaszczuk, she kept saying that the borders were going to shut. And Perth is, of course, like a six and a half hour flight. So it's a long way to come. Like we had to know what was going on. We needed to know that they were not going to shut. So while I was trying to be optimistic and positive, I just knew that a part of me would be so, so upset and so disappointed if my family from Perth couldn't come. Something that I should mention as well was that when I was visualizing through using those songs, I would see my family from Perth there 
at the wedding with us. I would see them. I would feel their presence. I would feel the relief that they made it, that they were there. They were happy. We were all dancing together. They were a big part of my visualizations because I knew that, you know, with all of the COVID stuff happening, that there was a chance that they couldn't come. So I knew that I could do my best to act as if they were coming. And that is exactly what I did. So there was a lot going on and I really did turn to meditation. It was so hard to meditate in these times. Like I didn't want to meditate. I didn't want to sit still. I wanted to control the situation and see what I could do. So while it's pouring rain and usually rain would calm and relax me, I was just hearing these raindrops being like, stop. Oh my God, stop. And every time we turn on the news or social media, oh gosh, I remember following like the council pages, like refreshing, like there was no tomorrow. I remember getting myself to a point where I was thankful for the rain. I was like, I have no control over the rain, so I need to become thankful for the rain. I've always loved the rain. It calms me. It's kind of magical. And everyone says that if it rains on your wedding day, it's good luck. So I chose to take that on board rather than the fact that this rain was going to ruin my wedding. Again, I had a choice. I had a choice to think that this rain was going to ruin my wedding or I had a choice, you know what, if it rains, it's good luck. So I knew which thought made me feel better. So I decided, you know what, I'm just going to run with that. Over the next few days, the rain did start drying up. But as the manager of the venue said, the everything was so wet out there. Like it was just so wet, so drenched. He wasn't able to finish like part of the build because it was so wet and there was just like a lot of moving parts that didn't kind of align or that weren't seeming like they were aligning. We woke up the next day and this was the day that my family were going to fly in from Perth. I didn't know whether they were going to get on the plane or not. I of course didn't, wouldn't have blamed them if they didn't because it was very touch and go. They, oh, our wedding was really close to Christmas. So basically if they had flown all the way over to the Gold Coast and there was a COVID outbreak or if Perth went into lockdown, they would have been either locked out or in lockdown in their house over Christmas time. So I had this overwhelming amount of pressure that I decided to place on me. My family were beautiful. They didn't care. They didn't want to miss it. And they weren't making me feel in any way guilty or feel the pressure at all. But I chose to take on this pressure that my family are putting themselves at such a risk to come and watch me get married and they could possibly miss their Christmas with their side of the family over there. And I I was just absolutely spiraling. But we woke up and they sent me a photo of them at the airport. And I cannot tell you the feeling that this brought me of just such warmth and love that my family were just so happy to get here for our big day and they had the biggest smiles on their faces and they were like we are coming now at this stage there was no more you know concrete decisions on any lockdowns but it was still very risky anyway they landed and it was a long flight so we didn't see them until the next day we met them the next day at a cafe for breakfast and I should say too, that feeling that I got of warmth and love when they sent that photo through, that feeling really carried me over for the next few days and really helped me trust that the universe was taking care of everything. So if you are in a situation where you're starting to feel really defeated, you're starting to feel worried, things are starting to feel like they fall, they're falling apart, is there something that you can do? or even ask someone to help you do this thing, whatever it is, to bring you a 
a good feeling because if something good can happen, even if it's like go for a massage or if it's like you know that when you play this song, you get a good feeling or you know that when you see this particular friend or have this particular meal, you get this feeling. Allow yourself that feeling so you can take that feeling and use it instead of the other feelings that may eventuate if you allow that, you know, anxiety and worry to take over. So in the meantime, while I was holding on to that good feeling, the sun was out. We kind of talked to the venue manager and he was like, you know what? It's dry enough. I've finished off some things like it's not completely done. It's not completely perfect, but like you can have your wedding outside. The buses are back on, like everything started to fall into place again. And I was like, this is so great. And, you know, everything was flowing. And I was really trying so hard to sit in gratitude because I knew that not only did sitting in gratitude keep those good things kind of solidified because I've told you guys before about how when I kind of forgot to show gratitude, my manifestation was actually taken away from me. So not only that, but the gratitude I knew would bring more good things in. So as we were on our way to breakfast, I, of course, was refreshing the council page. Like I like to say that, oh, I let go of everything and I surrendered, but I didn't. I was refreshing the council page and I can't remember now. It's like, gosh, COVID is such a blur now. But basically there were all of these new cases that day and they had shut down a school. And where was that school? Literally next door to where my Perth family was staying. And I felt sick. I wanted to vomit. We were at breakfast and I just burst into tears because I felt so bad. I was like, you guys are going to miss Christmas. You might not even make the wedding. So at this stage the wedding was tomorrow. Like the wedding was the next day. And they, of course, were like, we're here now. Like, let's just enjoy it. Don't worry, whatever. So I was able to take, again, that love and the support that I felt from them to kind of carry me on for the next day. Met up with my bridesmaids. We got to the venue. Everything was beautiful and perfect. And all of those magical wedding feelings kind of came in and I grabbed them and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. We're getting married in our dream venue on our 10th anniversary. I can still literally right now feel the excitement and the goosebumps and the feeling of love that I felt the day before and the day of, despite all the craziness and the stressfulness. Stressfulness? Is that a word? We'll go with it. That was going on. So the next day, me and one of my best friends, Nicole, woke up in this beautiful bedroom. And as I opened my eyes, well, I didn't get much sleep. So my eyes were fully open the whole night. The sun was rising and I didn't actually play Saturday Sun by Vance Joy out loud, but I kind of played it in my head because Nicole was asleep. The sun was shining on our wedding day and the view that I had, I had only been in that bedroom once when we looked at the property for like not long. Again, I felt like I had been in that moment so many times because every time I listened to that Vance Joy song, I would feel the feeling of waking up and the sun was coming up and it was sunny on our wedding day. As the day progressed, of course, the songs progressed, which we had planned and we had told our band and, you know, all that jazz about. And everything played out exactly how it needed to and how it was meant to. And again, it felt like I had lived it before, but of course, living it in real life was just so special and so exciting. 
And the craziest thing happened, and you're probably going to think I'm really weird, but you know how I said earlier, I got to a stage where I was actually really thankful for the rain. I do this with many, many things where there's something going on, like say there's something that I want and then something else starts to happen. And I try to accept the other something else as a way of like avoiding disappointment so much so that I end up wanting that thing, which is really weird. I don't know if you're following, but I didn't want the rain. Of course I didn't want the rain, but I ended up getting so comfortable with the fact that it might rain on our wedding day and that that was okay, that when it wasn't raining, I was almost like a little bit confused. I almost felt a little bit bad for the rain. I don't know. You're going to think I'm so weird, but the craziest thing happened. So we were doing speeches and we were doing them outside. And during the week when it was flooding, we had purchased those beautiful um, clear umbrellas and it started spitting. And it was just enough for a few, maybe like the, you know, Luke's grandparents and stuff, they got umbrellas out. I got an umbrella out to protect my dress. They looked so beautiful in some of the photos and the shower was just, it was just like a magical sprinkling shower and it was just after Luke did the champagne shower. It was all just very, is symbolistic a word? Symbolistic, symbolization? (laughs) Oh God. Again, guys, I think it's the baby. I think it's baby brain. Okay. Let's go with baby brain. I already feel like I'm so all over the place in this. episode, but it's just a chit chat episode about my wedding. So I hope you don't mind. I hope you feel like you're just sitting down in a lounge room having tea with me. You're having wine, I'm having tea or whatever beverage you want, but I'll probably have tea or orange juice. Anyway, oh God. So it sprinkled and you know what that sprinkle said to me? We got the good luck of rain on our wedding day. And I was so happy about that. And then the clouds cleared and that was it. So we got these like beautiful photos with some beautiful umbrellas, some magical rain just after the champagne shower. It felt so magical and refreshing and it was just, I don't know, it was just really beautiful. Another thing I did on our wedding day, and this is the advice that I give to anyone getting married or maybe it's an event or a birthday or a holiday that's coming up, is I stayed so incredibly present the whole day where I kept reminding myself to look around. What can you see? What can you hear? What can you feel? And you know how everyone always says, oh, your wedding day goes so quick, or maybe it is your birthday or your holiday, something that you're looking forward to. It just goes so quick and then it's over. To be completely honest, ours did not go quick because I made, and I talked to Luke about this as well, and he did it as well. So we made the conscious decision to be so present and alert to absolutely everything that was happening. And that made the day go forever. It really did. And it was so special. And I look back and of course, like I was a little bit drunk toward the end, but I still remember absolutely everything. And it was just honestly, I know everyone says that their wedding night is the best day and night of their lives, but it truly is. I look back and just feel so much, like I can't explain what I feel. And I really do think a lot of it was down to the process of getting there and my visualizations. So the visualizations 
with the music, I think was the biggest contributor to how the day played out because those songs brought so much feeling and emotion and vibration to the day itself. And I think that that vibration was so high that it just spread to every guest. And yeah, it was, it was magical. So I think I'll end that episode there. As I said, I'm kind of a bit here, there and everywhere today. Uh, (laughs) I feel like whilst being pregnant, I'm a little bit, I don't know, my brain's a little foggy. I think that that's normal. Um, but I really do hope you enjoyed it. Reach out if you did post in the community group, if you want, I love you guys. Remember that my pocket of positivity bags are back and there's new stuff coming as well. It's all very exciting. I Hope you have a great day or night whenever you're listening and I will see you next week. 